We knew it wouldn't be this easy to return, to come back, to feel those feelings again. No matter how we move through this world, trials and tribulations, hopes fading and new ones arising, it all moves in a strange cycle. As we round out three quarters of another challenging year, we're reminded of the moments of brilliance, of peace, of calm, of light, that return when we allow ourselves to sit and be in the moment. Welcome back to the ravine. Explorations in atonal fish. This is episode 15. If you've been hanging with us this summer, you'll know we've been bobbing and weaving our way through a non-linear exploration of fish in the midst of summer tour. Expanded episodes, deep and prodding explorations. We've celebrated all that's possible when the weather warms, when we join our friends once again and hear the music of fish drift through the amphitheater pavilions, across open fields and late into the night as we course through the highs and lows of summer. We've reached August, the final full month of summer, and the final month on our journey through Fish's summer tours. Thanks to everyone who's joined us for this ride. We began tonight in the fields of limestone with an extended cut from the wild and hazy jam off of 46 days from August 3rd, 2003. A near 40-minute dive into the underworld. It's the sound of a band deep in summer. Filled with ideas, but most importantly, filled with patience. From there we jumped ahead, just over ten years, to Hollywood for a shocking take on Harry Hood from the 5th of August, 2003. A show tagged on the end of a tour. It felt static and polished until it broke free in this hood. We then shipped back 26 years to the first festival. Ian's Farm on August 21st, 1987, and a wild take on Mike's song which preluded so many wild versions of the song in the decades to come. Returning to 3.0, we paused in August 2011, the 15th to be exact, for a gorgeous and hymnal take on Undermine from the UIC Pavilion. Finally, We close the first segment of our show with a massive jam off Simple from Deer Creek on August 6, 2021. The first ever 4.0 jam to be featured in this show, the wild Fukuokian jam off Simple from just this past Friday is an all-time moment for fish. From here, we're going to hang in the sodden fields of fish festival lore for our second segment the hazy and sonic vibrations that emerge from their distorted summer camp reinterpretations showcase what makes fish shows in August so special. Thanks for tuning in. This is The Ravine.
Besides, let's not beat around the bush. I love my life. That's my real weakness. I love it so much that I am incapable of imagining what is not life. Such avidity has something plebeian about it, don't you think? Aristocracy cannot imagine itself without a little distance surrounding itself and its life. One dies if necessary, one breaks rather than bending. But I bend, because I continue to love myself. For example, after all I have told you, what do you think I developed? An aversion for myself? Come, come. It was especially with others that I was fed up. To be sure, I knew my failings and regretted them. Yet I continued to forget them with a rather meritorious obstinacy. The prosecution of others, on the contrary, went constantly in my heart. Of course, does that shock you? Maybe you think it's not logical. But the question is not to remain logical. The question is to slip through and above all, yes, above all, question is to elude judgment. I'm not saying to avoid punishment, for punishment without judgment is bearable. It has a name, besides that guarantees our innocence. It's called misfortune. No, on the contrary, it's a matter of dodging judgment, of avoiding being forever judged, without ever having a sentence pronounced. The Fall. Albert Camus. Page 76 to 77. When we find ourselves in moments of conflict, such as where we see ourselves today, we must consistently tell ourselves how good life can be. The goal is far from constant joy. It's learning from what's hard and recognizing how far we've come when we reemerge anew. In many ways, Fish's approach to performances in August is much that of a band seeking some semblance of growth through struggle, challenging themselves in late July and early August in hopes of finding that peak moment of inspired nothingness by the time they reach the deep northeast. There are few more rewarding moments to be a Fish fan than to huddle in a chilly field in mid-August and hear the band expand outward without reservation. We began our second segment of the show, however, not yet in a field in Maine, but still in Indiana. From August 10th, 1997, it was the Rotation Jam, which brought us back some 24 years to hear the wild experimentations which emerged from Deer Creek once before. From there, we jumped forward one year to hear a segment midway through the Lemon Wheel Ambient Jam, late in the night of August 15th, 1998. A peak jam in their career, one of my personal favorites. It showcased the patience we think of when we think of August Fish. Two years prior, however, the band was just getting used to the summer tour ending festival, and the patience required for it all the same. The woozy and beat-up sound of the Clifford Ball soundcheck jam from August 15, 1996 is enough to convince us that somewhere in there, is a band capable of reducing their sound to a linear swell of connected rhythm and melody. Nineteen years later at Magnaball, on the night of August 22nd, 2015, it's the Drive-In Jam, which hears the band showcase all the lessons learned in nine previous festivals 
and apply them across the course of an absolutely perfect hour of music. We then visit the harrowing field of Coventry for a down-tempo version on 7 Below from August 15, 2004. In the waning hours of Fish 2.0, and at the time Fish's entire career, we hear them stop and listen to each other once more, feel each other's emotions, and push one of their most accomplished songs of the era to a breezy conclusion. And yet, Fish was born... And in 3.0, nothing feels closer to the fusion of modern fish with the late 90s escapist fish than the Baker's Dozen. And for that, we visit Maple Night, August 1st, 2017, for a mind-bending take on Steep to close out the second segment of our show. For our final segment of the night and for our final set of summer tour, we begin in California for a trio of early 3.0 jams, which showcase their uneven development of the era, but also the importance California had on them during this period. From August 15, 2012, that was the Long Beach Rock and Roll, which shocked listeners and paved the way to Dick's 2012. Two years prior, at Berkeley, on the 6th of August, 2010, which played perhaps most important jam of early 3.0 in cities, proving they were still capable of shocking creativity in the first set. A groove-laden masterpiece, it still lingers as the crucial turning point of Fish's first 18 months back. And yet, one year prior, on August 5th, 2009, at Shoreline, in a criminally underrated version of Down With Disease, they locked into a jam that forever remains one of the highlights of 2009. We then move east to conclude up the segment. Up first is a maniacal take on Whipping Post from the last night in Telluride, Colorado, August 5th, 1998, in the midst of the song's heyday. Five years later in St. Louis, we hear a segment off the August 16th, 1993 Reba that showcases the band's mastery of their songs, thus allowing them to push themselves out into any direction that they pleased, no matter how absurd. Finally, we conclude the show with a blazing take on Everything's Right from the 8th of August, 2018 in Camden, New Jersey. A J.J. Kale-inspired take. Crank this one on the drive and let the road be your guide. I want to thank you once again for keeping your dial set on the ravine. This was episode 15. My name is Brian Brinkman, and I hope you've enjoyed yourself. Take care of each other out there. Till next time.